Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have wholesome, honest, explicit conversations about sex, pleasure, and the joy of connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. We're about to have another anniversary together, and around this time of year, I am just always so aware of the gift of Charlotte in my life, and the gift of doing this work together, and pleasure mechanics, and this whole um, community, a global community, 15,000 of us strong in the courses, exploring together the possibilities and potentials of pleasure. If you want to go deeper with us, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash love and find ways to take the next step in your erotic journey with us by your side. On today's episode, I want to have a conversation about a style of receiving that I think is really common and can cause some confusion and kind of demotivate us to share more touch. Um, Because we're always talking on the show about sharing massage, uh, sharing touch, pampering and lavishing one another. And whether it's with massage, giving one another like a really great back rub at the end of a long day, or even oral sex or fucking right, like no matter what it is, if one person is really trying to lavish the other, and the receiving of that touch is kind of passive or very, very quiet, it can get misinterpreted as either totally checked out or not enjoying it um, or not grateful for it. And I think this passive receiving is actually more common than uh, not. Um, We're kind of conditioned to be passive recipients of touch and of erotic touch especially. Um, And so while we are encouraging folks to kind of get more active in receiving, because I think that's maybe like what we all need is to get much more active in how we receive pleasure. What is the space for actually honoring a more passive, quiet style of receiving? This was a conversation that came up in one of my recent coaching sessions with a couple who had a moment of this where she was trying to give him a massage and really doing her best to pleasure him. And she felt like he was totally not there and really passive, stoic, she called it. And when I checked in with him about his experience, he had something really different to report. And together in the coaching session, we were really able to flesh out what was happening for both of them and create some strategies to make that touch feedback loop more pleasurable while honoring his need to just be still and quiet and receive quite passively, but deeply. Yeah, this is such a common experience where one person is offering touch, something that might feel vulnerable or new, and you're really trying to give your lover a good experience. And you're looking for feedback. You're wanting to make sure that the touch is being received and appreciated or it feels good, at least. Um, And so many people do have a hard time with communicating and receiving and then and then sharing that it does feel good. Like where so many of us are conditioned to just be quiet during touch. And it is a skill set to be able to actively receive, as you were saying. 
but we do want to make space for being able to just really sink into the pleasure of it and be able to be quiet and appreciate just receiving the touch mm -hmm. and we want to let our partner know that we're enjoying it and that's what's happening not that we're checked out not that we're not it's not feeling good or that we're not right. present right and really checking in with ourselves about how do we respond when we receive pleasurable touch mm -hmm. right what are our patterns um what are the kind of conditioned responses as you said like some of that is from the professionalization of touch where during a professional massage it would feel inappropriate to moan or groan or rock your hips into something that feels good and so we're kind of conditioned to be very like quiet spa-like receivers and still yeah and some of this is sexual conditioning where either we're masturbating as kids very quietly and in a rush and so we are trained to be kind of quiet and uh, tense about our arousal and some of this is like we just don't have uh, ways of expressing what feels good responsiveness and developing erotic responsiveness is a whole skill set we are here with you to work on all of those skills one at a time because it, it takes a lot you have to feel what you feel you have to feel if it feels good and then respond in the moment Right. Also authentically, because right. I think there's another layer where some people feel like they need to perform um, like a that pornified it feels good, version. a pornified. Yeah. And yeah. so people know what that sounds like and sometimes feel like they need or want to model that. Yeah. So this is a different thing where it's like a real genuine, authentic responsiveness. Yeah. Right. So what's happening. And that kind of receiving feedback loop of responsiveness, of genuine responsiveness is how our bodies guide one another to deeper and deeper levels of pleasure, yeah. right? And so if we're talking about massage, if I'm gliding into a muscle, my fingers can feel that, ooh, that might feel kind of good. Charlotte is moaning and breathing into it. I feel her body kind of open up to receive the touch. I can then sink in deeper and give her that stroke again and again as it feels good and better, right? And that's kind of what we're looking for, but it can look a lot of different ways. And we are going to keep encouraging folks to be, uh, to give themselves permission to be more responsive, be more verbal, be more active in their receiving. But there's something really nice about quiet, calm, almost passive receiving, where you can really just bask in the touch. And this is the experience that my coaching client named. He was like, oh my gosh, it was so nice just to totally relax into it. I didn't have to say or do anything. I was fully focused on how good it felt just to have her on top of me, touching me. And I actually really love that state. And I looked at him and I know this couple well enough to know that they are both meditators. They are both contemplative people. And this state is an opportunity to meditate on pleasurable touch and how beautiful that is and what a needed uh, experience that is for so many of us in our busy lives. And so to make space for that too. Mm. And so this balance this is very much a both and kind of episode where we're saying yes to more active receiving, yes to more responsiveness, but also yes to contemplative near passive states of being able to just drink in one another's touch and relax so deeply that you're present 
receiving, enjoying it? And how do we look for signs of that in one another and differentiate between passive, checked out, not feeling much of anything at all, because in that case, we should check in with another and shift activities versus I am drinking this in like a slow drip of warm honey, right? Mm. I love that you just named erotic meditation because I feel like that really gives us a beautiful frame for what this opportunity can can be for people. And with that, it's, it encourages the giver to also step into that space. And so you're both in a slightly different space than lover space where it's really responsive and it's more of an erotic meditation together that has stillness but depth of presence, real paying attention to what's going on listening under our hands for what we're feeling as opposed to listening for sounds or verbal responses or moans Mm -hmm. so we're just dropping our listening into a different part of our body our hands Mm -hmm. instead of our our brain and mind and ears Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's a really beautiful um, opportunity to enter a different erotic trance meditation space together Mm And it helps to know that that's where you want to go, right? And I think that's part of making these things uh, spoken and explicit and agreed upon um, is, you know, we're inviting you to deepen the conversation from, babe, do you want a massage tonight to what kind of massage, right? And that specificity, we talk about this all the time with kink. You have to know what kind of spanking you want to get the right kind of spanking. And if you don't, it could go very wrong. It's equally true with back massage or foot massage. Do you want to be playful? Do you want to be chatty and connect and have it really just be a casual, connecting, affectionate experience? Do you want to go deep into receiving trance and bliss out on it? Um, Or do you want it to be kind of arousing and foreplay-like massage, right? Those are all kind of different destinations. And the more we practice this, the more vocabulary we have, the more we can get what we want and know where we're going together. And so what was happening with this couple is she was trying to go into more like romantic, playful, foreplay mode massage. He was sinking deep into contemplative, meditative massage. They were both enjoying it but they were in slightly different places. And so we could get them on the same page and start aligning their expectations so they could both go into their roles of giver and receiver even more deeply, right? And this is what it's about deepening the experience. There was nothing bad about the experience they shared. She just felt a little lonely and like, were you even enjoying that at all? And meanwhile, he was totally blissed out. And this brings us to some strategies. And so after we take a break, to thank our sponsor for this episode, I want to kind of walk through some strategies of accessing this state more intentionally. And especially when we're givers of this erotic meditation on pleasurable touch, right? Like that can be anywhere on the body, but how do we know that our partner is still with us? How do we feel the reassurance of a positive feedback loop if the person we're giving to is totally blissed out? And one tool that's great to use to actually learn how to relax into arousal, to just kind of chill into pleasurable sensations, is audio erotica from our friends at Dipsy Stories. 
Dipsy offers you a huge library of a wide range of erotica audio experiences. My new boo has actually been listening to Dipsy and he really likes the narrative stories where the first, you know, whole chapters are about the characters and the context and it sets up romantic journeys that then gets into sizzling play. I really like the first person stories that come right at you and make you feel like you are immersed in the action. But there's also sultry soundscapes where you can just relax and let your mind wander into erotic relaxation. This is a state so many of us could benefit from, but it's hard to get there on our own. Check out all these experiences at dipsystories.com slash pleasure. That's Dipsy Stories, D-I-P-S-E-A Stories, dipsystories.com slash pleasure for an extended 30-day free trial all-access pass to Dipsy's entire erotic library. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure. You will find this link in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox where we gather all of the offers from our generous sponsors and our favorite pleasure tools and toys for your erotic journey ahead. That's pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. And this idea of erotic relaxation, right? I want to paint that picture a little bit more because so often when we think about sex and play, we think about the excitement, we think about the arousal, we think about the fun of it which is all great, and we are big, big fans of that. But our erotic massage lineage also has taught us and shown us the power and the beauty and the pleasure and the incredible nourishment of erotic relaxation. And we both worked as erotic masseuses and did sessions, and sometimes they were very high energy, but often they were these sessions of erotic relaxation the opportunity to bask in full body touch with the focused presence of another human being tending to your pleasure. What an opportunity, right? Um, But we need to differentiate that from just drifting off, from not being present, from taking touch for granted, from not being grateful for touch, because none of those things create the conditions that your partner will want to give this to you, right? We need to create a positive feedback loop here where it's pleasurable, for both people. Um, And as you said, like as a meditation, you both go into it, giver and receiver. So that was my first invitation to the um, giver in this couple I was coaching was what could make it more pleasurable for her? She's an art oriented person. So what kind of music might feel pleasurable to give to where she has the focus and the rhythm of the music to move to? Um, what, as you said, listening with your hands and sinking into your hands gives you so much to pay attention to. Yeah. And something I used to do before giving hours and hours of erotic touch was meditate and move my body beforehand, because I really, I really noticed that when I did that, I was able to sink deeper into being present. Mm -hmm. Like I had on my own moved out enough of my 
thoughts and distractions and kind of got more present Mm -hmm. and the sessions I consistently noticed were more powerful um, and the receiver could go deeper Mm -hmm. and so meditation and moving and dance might be your thing or maybe you have another way that you find works for you to get present Mm -hmm. but that like ahead of time allowing a little bit of time to transition from regular life to being in this space where you are ready to meditate through the movement of massage is a really beautiful practice Mm -hmm. and sinking into that role of giver right um one of the the names that joseph kramer who is the founder of our erotic massage lineage the founder of body electric school he called us the bringers of erotic joy Mm. right so as you're a giver like to step into the very beautiful sacred role of bringing another human being someone you love erotic joy and pleasure Um, As you said, like you can ritualize that and take that time to really sink into that role. Or if this is a more spontaneous thing, um, really just kind of owning your experience of giving. Mm -hmm. Right. And that that there's so much pleasure in doing that and in sinking into that, that no matter what your partner's response, if you feel that connection Right. And this is what I want to talk about is how do we sync up and feel that both and like we are both on this meditative journey together without the verbal feedback and the oh, this feels so good, baby. And oh, yes, do it deeper. And, you know, active receiving gives us that gift, which is part of the reason we encourage it especially if we're unsure and something's new, Mm -hmm. right? If you're doing massage Mm -hmm. for the first time, maybe that's not the opportunity to drift off and the receiver stays a little more active and gives more verbal feedback. Um, But there is so much feedback the body gives us. The body's always responding is another thing I said to my coaching clients, right? Like there's never a lack of response. There's always a response. Um, And if we notice that that response loop feels disconnected, if we feel distant from our lover, right, that that silence, the quiet, the relaxed enjoyment doesn't feel connected anymore, that's a moment to just kind of slow down, stop what you're doing, and you can change activities. I've done this so often where I just slide out of someone or slide off of them and kind of go up to the pillow and kind of get face to face more and just check in like where and sometimes you don't even need to talk you can just kind of get a sense of their face and maybe they feel you stopping and open their eyes and smile and thank you and oh that was so good and you're like oh it's only been three minutes I just wanted to check how you were doing because that's often what happens is the receiver goes timeless they go drooly as I like to say often when Charlotte's giving to me a few minutes in, I'll just notice I'm in this pool of drool. <laughs> and I'll just be like, boo, this feels so good. And, mm. you know, you'll say something like, well, I'm just getting started, right? Mm. It's been five minutes. Like, you feeling good so far? And I'm like, great, I'm here, I'm in it. And then other times you might want to talk and actually have a conversation. Um, and if, as giver, you are feeling insecure about what you are doing, you don't know if it feels good. Because part of what our strokes and strategies are intended to do is to give you the confidence where without words, you know, it feels good in your hands and by how the body is responding. That's part of what our training as professional erotic masseuses gave us that we wanted to share was that absolute confidence that you can tell when it feels good. 
But even with that, even with decades of training, we still have moments where we're like, huh, I'm not sure what's going on and what's landing here. That's also a moment to check in. Because sometimes in those moments, it's not even about your touch. Like I'll check in and they'll be like, oh, honey, what you're doing feels so good, but my feet are a little cold. Uh Or this music is just really not hitting right. Like it's distracting me. And so you've what you felt was actually accurate. Uh huh. It was distraction or like some attention going uh-huh. away from the erotic experience. Uh-huh. And that's so wise to be able to pick up on that something. Um, and in that moment, the person feels so loved and tended yeah. to because it wasn't a lack of response. It wasn't that your touch was crappy and you don't know what you're doing and you have reason to be insecure. Like you picking up on their lack of focus and checking in is the gift of your attention. But you also said that the body is always responding. So what do you want people to be paying attention to? Like what are those cues that we want people to be feeling for? Right. I mean, so this, a lot of this is in our massage training, in our erotic touch training, right? Like the granular levels of how we learn to do this. Um, The big things are we are listening with our hands to how the flesh responds And so the body itself is giving us cues of expansion and contraction, moving into touch or away from it. And we can exaggerate these things Um, when something feels good. Another thing I told my coaching client is, you know, you move into it like an eager puppy. Um, They had their cute little dog on their lap. So it's like when you pet your dog, you know what they like. And you also know when they're done because they run the fuck away. And if we can act a little bit more like the animals of our choice in bed and move into touch when it feels good. That's one of the most beautiful responses you can give. It doesn't take a word. You don't have to break your meditative trance. You just raise your hips a little bit to offer your ass into their touch. You just open your arms a little bit wider to let your shoulders receive their strokes, right? You curl your toes in response to their foot massage And maybe a sigh, right? We can pay attention to the receiver's breath. And it's not always the hot and horny breath of pornographied responsiveness. Sometimes it's just a subtle cue on the breath, a deeper sigh, a bigger inhale of relaxation, like, oh, yes, you're getting it just right. And sometimes it's a bit of a contraction, a holding, a tension on the breath, where you can slow down that might be a place of tension that wants to be released or you're hitting a bone in a weird way or there's something going on with their hips and they need to adjust so the breath the muscle cues um, we're also paying attention to kind of the the energetic field between us which is this like you know i don't want to get too woo woo but as you're giving the second it stops feeling good to you right? You can start adjusting because there is a both and circuit that happens with erotic touch, Mm -hmm. with deeply focused, affectionate touch, especially with someone you know, right? And so that drift that can happen, maybe they're feeling done, maybe you're not hitting it quite right, but often it's something else entirely. And you can bring one another back into that zone of pleasurable erotic relaxation, where it's just us and our bodies and the breath and touch, maybe a little warm oil between us. And 
whatever your body is wanting in that moment is okay. And that's what's so beautiful about this. You can be quiet and deeply trancy if you want to. And from that place, arousal often starts to build. Mm -hmm. I think this is sometimes what surprises people is they go all the way relaxed and then the pleasure keeps coming and then it's like, and the arousal ignites and then we can start getting more responsive and rocking our hips back into it and sighing and moaning on the exhale Mm. and that feedback loop builds and this is where that beautiful relaxation can just go into the deepest uh fieriest states of arousal that i've witnessed is after relaxation that is so real i'm so glad you named that because i feel like that is one of the magical things we've seen in our erotic lineage is the power of that profound physical and emotional like relaxation where you feel safe and held Mm -hmm. through touch through massage and then feeling Mm -hmm. eroticism turn on arousal Mm -hmm. move through you in a way that you are able to feel and be present to more than you would have if you just transitioned from regular life And sometimes that happens in the one session, right? One massage Mm. has this whole cycle. But more often we see it in this kind of slow thaw way of by allowing these cycles of deep erotic relaxation where you're still deeply attentive and present to one another over time that builds our capacity to go deeper into our arousal and we get to dance between these states really freely. Mm. And this is so much of what our work is trying to offer folks, what our courses are trying to guide people in building the skills towards. It's a whole different way of making love so deeply influenced by our erotic massage lineage where it's both relaxed and aroused. It's both contemplative and meditative and fierce and horny and ecstatic right and that's why we include you know mindful sex as a course is in all of the bundles whether you're exploring kinky sex or couples massage we want you to have the skills of paying attention to that touch of staying present with one another of learning how to breathe and relax into pleasure Um, all of our massage courses are really designed to give folks these five minute experiences So we can do it again and again and build this capacity, right? And I love working, you know, coaching. We don't do a ton of it um, because we focus most of our time here on the podcast and building these courses for the 15,000 of us all around the world. But more and more, as our schedule allows, we are going back to offering coaching And we get to go so deep with people and their stories and be reminded of how powerful these tools are. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when we can animate them and apply them purposefully into our lives, they can be game changers. And this couple just found a whole new way to make love, Mm. right? And we don't talk about coaching a lot on this show. If you're interested, pleasuremechanics.com slash coaching. And you can find out more about um, how we offer that one-on-one sessions with either Charlotte or I. Uh, You just got a ping from one of your coaching clients this morning, too. I did. It's a day of coaching. I just, I love it. I feel like getting to have these deeper conversations with each of you individually is just such a beautiful, rich experience that I really, really enjoy and treasure. So 
And you often get these follow-up sessions, which, you know, when you were an erotic masseuse, you had so many amazing regulars who kind of came to you for erotic Mm tune-ups. And, you know, the ability to go deep with someone and then offer follow-up sessions is such a gift, right? Because you can kind of um, know them and hold them over time. time. And we try to do that with all of you. Um, our email box is always open. Our courses are deeply interactive. We are here for all of you. And if you want a one-on-one journey with us, we are open to that pleasuremechanics.com slash coaching. Um, we will have some group coaching cohorts coming up built into our new course offerings that we are sitting on and hatching like these beautiful, amazing, um, eggs, (laughs) I don't know, I'm a chicken all of a sudden. Um, But we're really excited about what we're offering you as this new course comes together. And we just uh, announced the new course topic to our newsletter list. So make sure you're on our email newsletter to be kind of with us on this journey and be the first to hear about things. Um, At pleasuremechanics.com, you can get on the newsletter from any page. And yeah, we are so excited about what we are bringing you and how we are going to weave in Uh, group connection and community participation with that uh, your voices have already started weighing in on this course topic Um, are we allowed to say it on the podcast I guess our newsletter already knows (laughs) maybe or maybe next time next time yeah till next time Uh, on the next episode we'll start talking about what we are diving Uh, face first into with you all (laughs) and we will see you then i'm chris i'm charlotte we are the pleasure mechanics wishing you a lifetime of pleasure Mm -hmm. and deep erotic relaxation Mm -hmm. i want it Mm -hmm. i want it (laughs) cheers